Welcome to From the Booth, a podcast where we talk about the films playing in international cinema at Brigham Young University. This podcast is our first of BYU's winter semester 2023. I'm Doug Weatherford, co-director of International Cinema, and I'm joined by Mark Olivier, IC co-director, and Marie-Laure Oscarson, IC assistant director. Good to have you guys back after Christmas. Yeah, thanks. Good to be here. I uh, hope you're excited. Hope you're having a great uh, new year. It's a snowy, snowy day when we're uh, recording this, for those of you who didn't know that. During this first podcast, we're going to look ahead to some of the films and film themes that international cinema will feature during the second half of the year for winter 2023 semester. But before we get to that point, I thought that it would be appropriate for us to say something about the passing of one of the most uh, beloved directors of international cinema. And that, of course, is Don Marshall, uh, who passed away just a, a, a couple months ago in last during last semester. And for those of you who don't know, uh, we do have at ic.byu a brief history of international cinema. And we hope that some of you might go there and look and see that this program is one of the longest running international cinema film programs at a college campus across the United States. And Donald Marshall, who began his tenure as director of international cinema in 1975, is one of the cornerstone figures. Marie-Laure, uh, could you perhaps say just a little bit about uh, who Don Marshall was for those who may not know him? Yeah, Don Marshall was a professor here at BYU, and um, he did not exactly start IC because it was already a program when he came on the on the scene, if I may say. But he was uh, the IC uh, director um, for years, and um, like I think that it's only in the years in the spring of two thousand that he. Uh, retired from IC, and so his influence on the program is um, is wide. So in 1975, Don, Don Marshall started uh, taking over um, the international cinema, and he uh, stayed until until two th- uh, the year 2000. So that's a long time, and it's a big um, influence on on the program. He had so many amazing stories of going to different foreign film festivals and um, nothing stopped him. He would just keep going, even though sometimes it was, he, he ran into like um, issues that were not that easy to, to, um, to fix. He just, he just kept going and his love for cinema and for the community and the students that he was uh, bringing these films back to was really amazing. He came to IC until not like a few years ago and he knew um, our projectionist and our projectionist knew him very well. He was already suffering from dementia and um, he just sat there and he just enjoyed the films until like just not long ago. We've celebrated the 50th anniversary of international cinema in 2018. And Don Marshall was uh, a participant as um, a former co-director, of course. And he did uh, a, an amazing presentation on film and the importance of, of, of film. And is we highlighted him as well through his one of his one of his favorite titles, and he, I remember that he picked Death in Venice. So that's those are the, the things that I know about Don. Um, he would always want to greet everybody in the cinema and he was well known 
and we miss him and we're very grateful for his legacy. And, you know, I didn't know him personally when I was a student here in the mid-1980s, but I definitely knew of him. And uh, I, that's when I started going to international cinema was in uh, about 1983, after my mission back in 1985 and 1986. And he was just such an important figure, not only at international cinema, but in the College of Humanities. My wife had the privilege of taking the freshman introduction to humanities class from him. And I remember at that time, you know, talking with her about some of the things that he was learning from him. Uh, we, we miss uh, Don Marshall at International Cinema, but he is a part of who we are. And perhaps if you didn't know Don, uh, something that I can encourage you to do is to um, thank those who participate in putting together the programs of international cinema. And that may sound self-serving, but what I'm really getting at is that uh, as you go to international cinema films, make sure that you take the opportunity to introduce yourselves to and to thank our student employees, especially our projectionists. Uh, international cinema takes a lot of effort and it's a great program. We're thankful for those who are currently leading it and especially for those who came before. So thank you, Don Marshall. Yeah, and I just want to add, I have a similar experience um, to Doug's, it, uh, that I was an undergrad. Uh, it's going to international cinema all the time back when uh, he was programming it. And uh, it was an amazing place to discover uh, films that I never would have been able to see anywhere else or in any multiplex um, anywhere else in Utah. So uh, it really did uh, help foster my love of film, which makes it really cool to be doing this today. And Mark, that gives us a great opportunity to kind of uh, bounce into what we want to do today, which is kind of talk about international cinema films and themes coming forward. And I know, Marilor, that you uh, wanted perhaps to highlight uh, a film or two or more of uh, that perhaps show us why it's important to come to international cinema and see films that uh, you may not, uh, that students may not see on their own. So perhaps you could start us off by talking about a film or two that you're interested in this semester. Yes, and in the few titles that I'm going to highlight, please remember that this semester, International Cinema will bring you 53 different films. We have nine documentaries, and uh, please do not shy away from those. Uh, they are excellent, and they um, offer an another view of life somewhere else that, um, that will change you because uh, it's elsewhere, and it's the other and um, that that those influences are very good. So um, 28 languages as well are represented this semester. And many of you are students at BYU will have assignments. When you learn a foreign language, what better tool than film to immerse yourself in the way people speak, the way it sounds, the way um, their mouth looks when they make a specific sound, and as well, another accent. And not only you're exposed to the language, but as well, you're exposed to the culture. And so I know that our language students will, will come, and they'll come in great numbers. 
But I'm, I'm wondering if we will have many students this semester studying the great languages of the Baltic states. And I want to highlight a few films, those three films that are in our, it's not like an official series, but it is, it fits together. We have three films and you'll see them on the side of the poster. And uh, Jack Dearden made a, a great poster again this semester, and he made this beautiful little map that you have as, as an ensign to recognize these films of the Baltic states. Um, so these stories are brought by three women filmmakers. The first one that you will see in a chronological order is feature film about life. This film from 2021 comes from Lithuania, And the thing that I found fascinating about this film, beyond, you know, hearing Lithuanian, seeing how people live in Lithuania, and and getting into the story of this um, 20-something woman who has lost his, her father and needs to deal with, like, uh, all the administrative task that is to to plan for a funeral the amazing thing about this film for me was that the filmmaker used family footage of like home movies and uh intertwine them in her, the the film and so you you see um a feature film and then you see those those home movies that actually tell the story as well and so I've I found this film uh, fascinating later on in the semester will come to us the little comrade and this film is Estonian it comes from Estonia at the time um, well this the first of all it was filmed in 2018 and it's during the Stalin communist era Lilo is a little girl whose mom is sent to a Siberian prison. And uh, this is a slice of history that will be um, interesting to everybody because this is, this is part of the world that we live in. And um, how did um, Estonians live through um, this Russian occupancy of their country and um, looking at this story through um, Lilo is her name. She's absolutely endearing. The Pit uh, is from Latvia and that's a story from 2020, filmed in 2020. That was the entry for best international feature. So, you know, each country Every year, they will pick like their best films to enter for awards. This is a beautiful human story that I recommend to everybody on campus. Great. <clears throat> Thank you very much. And uh, Mark, maybe you could uh, continue. Uh, I, since uh, Marilor mentioned the poster, I thought that as well, it might be good to have one of us and uh, you're up uh, to uh, <laughs> explain what the poster is and how people might be able to get it and how we go about putting it together. Yeah. Um, the poster is magnificent. Um, we basically, uh, uh, you can pick one up at any of the screenings. We'll have them on the table at the back of the room. And you probably will see them if you're walking through the halls of the, um, of the humanities professors. Many of them will have it posted outside their office and you can sort of see. But let me explain how to read it. Um, what we do is we come up with themes. We, we have six themes, uh, three per side of the poster generally, and uh, a miscellaneous column as well. And you can 
look at the titles uh, such as haute couture or nurture nature and the um, and read it down the line and you'll see you have a theme that goes for about half the semester uh, approximately but you can read it uh, so that's how you read it vertically you can read it horizontally by looking at the date on the left and reading across and that is the week by week uh, films that are showing. So there have been times in the past when we've had posters where the theme is like a theme per week. Uh, the, we, we changed that because we want you to be able to, if you love a theme, but maybe you can't see four movies in a week, you can see one movie across six weeks. Uh, so that's the that's kind of how the poster is set up. I don't know, Doug or Mari Laura, you want to add anything about that? Well, I would just add that uh, you can also find a copy of the poster on ic.byu.edu. And uh, uh, yes, <laughs> have a lot of fun with this poster and see the films that we're going to show uh, this semester, but do get a physical copy. And we love people to, to uh, pass our posters around, right? And it's fun to see them posted at different parts of campus, not just in the College of Humanities. So please do get a poster and and put it up, even if it's a yeah. Digital. I love um, you know going through. It's almost like attending a film festival. You can get one of these posters, go through, read the short blurbs, and circle ones that you're really interested in uh, throughout the semester. Ones that speak to you, so you can get that on your calendar. And bring your friends and bring your roommates. Um, we have buttons that are just so awesome. And if you come on a date, there's a special button. If you fall asleep during a film, there's a special button. <laughs> Well, make sure you involve you involve your community and you you bring them along with you. And I might point out as well, we do this often, but uh, that in addition to the podcast, of course, International Cinema does have weekly uh, faculty lectures that are Wednesdays at five p.m. and those will start the second uh, week of the semester. And we'll run throughout the end of the semester. And we have just great individuals who will talk about a film uh, from various perspectives. But we always start a lecture at 5 p.m. And by about 5.30, 5.40, we, we show the film that has been the topic of that, of that lecture. So it's a great opportunity to learn more about a film and then see it on the big screen at International Cinema in 250 Kimball Building. Yes, I Mark, love the lectures so much. Yeah, Mark, Sorry, was there uh, was there any uh, particular film uh, that uh, or theme that you wanted to quickly identify, and then maybe I might do uh, do the same? Yeah, sure. Well, um, hey, let me make a plug for my own lecture because <laughs> it goes with the film, sort of. I'm going to be doing a lecture that relates to our theme of haute couture, which is basically high fashion and cinema, um, and. Uh, there's one of the films in that category that I just wanted to give a special push for is called Papisha. And it's a um, 2019 French Algerian co-production that's directed by Munya Medour, who's Franco Algerian. And this was her first feature film. And it was um, at the box office in France, the most successful African film that was that directed by a woman. And uh, it seems incredibly relevant for what we're, with what we're seeing today because this deals with um, Islamic extremists who are trying to uh, get all of these women to dress uh, with their idea of what modesty means 
and you have a young aspiring, um, uh, you know, couturière, I guess you'd say in French, but like a, um, she wants to be a designer. And uh, you see the tension between women wanting to get education and promote their own career goals and this clampdown that feels just extremely relevant. So um, that's one to put on your uh, agenda as you're looking through, but um, all of them are excellent. And one, one little anecdote about the, the main actress, Lina Coudry. She is also in haute couture and she is beaming as an actress. I love to see her mm -hmm. act. So I hope you will enjoy this film. She really has a, uh, a, a really a great personality, a great acting personality. She does. Great. She's amazing. Thank you. And I, I might just real quickly say uh, something about uh, uh, two or three films. Uh, first, Safety Last. Uh, which is the Fred C. Neumeyer and Sam Taylor-directed silent film from the United States that has just some of the most memorable acting sequences of the silent era with uh, Harold Lloyd. So I would encourage you to watch that. Uh, we also noticed that Tom Hanks was going to be starring uh, very soon. Uh, I think it's coming to commercial release uh, in a couple of weeks uh, for a uh, an adaptation, a new adaptation of the novel, The the Swedish novel, A Man Called Ove. And of course, we couldn't be outdone. So we've uh, uh, decided to uh, uh, to uh, show the original from 2015, a Swedish film uh, that that uh, adaptation is also based upon. So I think people will have a great opportunity to see uh, Tom Hanks' version and, uh, and the original Swedish version, and hopefully you'll enjoy that. And I might, uh, to finish up my comments about films that are coming up, I did notice in some of the buzz on our Instagram page that uh, people were saying that they were interested in knowing why Nacho Libre had been chosen, and some people were most excited about that film. I mentioned this previously, but I'll just point out that we have a great topic this semester, second half of the semester, called International Superheroes, and we chose Nacho Libre in particular because we wanted to show a Santo movie, a Santo, of course, being one of the most famous Mexican wrestlers, a luchador of Lucha Libre. And uh, although the film, the Mexican film that we will be showing uh, is uh, in many ways uh, not the best of Mexican filmmaking, certainly those films have had a huge cultural influence in Mexico. And it is the inspiration for Jared Hess's Nacho Libre. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, selection and also with the idea of international superheroes. And Marilor, I know that you're in particular looking forward to a film uh, from Africa uh, called uh, Supermodo. And I wondered if you could perhaps quickly make a pitch for that film. Okay, so very quickly, again, because it's a film that not our students might choose because they might not be required to see it for their classes, but it's a Kenyan, Kenyan film. And I encourage everybody to go see it. Um, Joe is a little girl who is uh, has a terminal disease illness, and she's always loved superhero. And of course, this is a very touching uh, topic. But the fact that her village rallies to make her dream come true 
just brings such a, a beautiful and human look at uh, the power of community on each other's lives. And I would say, go see this film and let the influence of film change you and, uh, and ask yourself, what can I do today in my community to make it better? And your community might be smaller than uh, a village. It might be your roommates. It might be your immediate family. It might be one friend. Anyway, that's, that's the power of film. And I, I would love everybody this semester to just really experience it. And interject something. The Tom Hanks remake, which they call A Man Called Otto, if you like Rotten Tomatoes scores <laughs> as a metric has um, 67%. So positive, great. But the original that we're showing has 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. So maybe if you go and you see the Tom Hanks one and you like that, come see the original. You might like it even better. Oh, that's great. Thank you for that detail. <laughs> and a great pitch for uh, <laughs> international cinema and for movies in foreign languages as well. And speaking of movies in foreign languages, that might get me to the last section of uh, the, today's podcast, and that is just uh, a rapid-fire set of questions that I have for my colleagues about some of their preferences in film. And I, this is kind of a fun thing that we've started doing, and I hope you enjoy it. And perhaps the first question I have, this is a this or that type of question, and uh, the first uh, question I have uh, is... Um, let me think, uh, Steven Spielberg or Martin Scorsese? Spielberg. Oh, we, Spielberg. Spielberg. I would take Scorsese. Uh, so there right. you can see, uh, some, see some differences there. Uh, Kubrick or Coppola? Uh, Coppola. Kubrick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would go with Coppola as well. Kurosawa or Wong Kar Wai? Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, both. Oh, I can't choose. Impossible. Same. Both. It's brutal. Okay, but I'll say Wong Kar Wai. I would go with yeah, Wong Kar Wai as well, but it is difficult. Yep. And so yeah. how about high angle or low angle? Mm. Low angle. I'll do high, high angle. I'll go low angle as well. Quick cuts or long takes? Oh, long takes. Quick cuts. Definitely long takes. Uh, I want it to Long be frantic. For me. Quick well, cuts. <laughs> Korean or Bollywood? <sighs> Korean. Yeah, me too. Korean. Uh, for me as well. 1950s or 1960s? Ooh. Uh, 60s. Mm. I'll go 50s, but both I, like. I'm definitely 50s. Yep. Star Troopers or Hobbits? <laughs> Hobbit. Hobbits too. <laughs> uh, Hobbits for me as well. Zombies or ghosts? Oh, ghosts. Oh, boy. Ghosts. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to say with ghosts as well, although I do like a good zombie movie. Dystopian or historical? Dystopian. Mm, historical. <laughs> I, I would go <laughs> wow. historical as well. <laughs> subtitles or dubbing? Ugh, Ooh, subtitles. subtitles. <laughs> always. Uh, yeah, subtitles. Always subtitles. That's not even a question at International Cinema, is it? We love subtitles. And final yeah. question, Coco or Encanto? <sighs> ah, Coco. Mm, Coco? Yeah, Coco. 
I'd have to go with Coco as well. And with uh, apologies to all of my great Colombian friends, but I do love the film Coco. Um, well, thank you uh, very much, uh, Mark and the Marilor. I think this has been fun, and I hope that as uh, you out there listening will think of some of the some of the uh, this or that that define who you are as a uh, as a film consumer. Uh, and we will look forward to seeing you at International Cinema. We thank you uh, for joining us today on From the Booth, and we'll remind you that this podcast is produced by the International Cinema Program at BYU and supported by the BYU College of Humanities. We are solely responsible for the opinions and ideas expressed here as they do not represent any official position adopted by the university or its supporting institutions. We thank our sound engineer, Hayden Underwood and Johnny Stallings, who composed our podcast soundtrack. Visit ic.byu.edu for upcoming films and showtimes, as well as to see that beautiful poster that we've been talking about. Thank you and keep seeing great international movies.